1: There are many ways that mothers with new babies can support their own health and encourage a healthy milk supply. Two of these ways can be through acupuncture and chiropractic. Today we have Jamie Boyd, licensed acupuncturist and owner of Whole Family Acupuncture, and Dr. Gina Caserma, chiropractor and owner of World of Wellness Chiropractic. Today we will explore these two holistic practices and the ways in which they can support lactation. This is The Boob Group, Episode 2. Welcome to The Boob Group, broadcasting from the Birth Education Center of San Diego. I'm your host, Robin Kaplan. I'm also a certified lactation consultant and owner of the San Diego Breastfeeding Center. The Boob Group is your online support group for all things related to breastfeeding. Visit our website at theboobgroup.com for more information on how you can become part of our show. You can join our conversation by following us on Facebook. Twitter and Google. Plus. You can also send us comments or suggestions through the contact link on our website or call the Boob Group hotline at 619 866 4775. Today I'm joined by two fabulously breastfeeding moms here in the studio. Ladies, would you like to introduce
2: yourselves? I'm Norini Barra. I am 36. I am an educator. I teach uh, writing to university students. I have one child named Rex and He will be a year in a week, and I'm very excited to be continuing to breastfeed him until further notice.
3: (laughs) (laughs) My name is Erin Esteves and I am operations manager for an international business company. I have one son who is five months old and happily breastfeeding.
0: Sounds familiar. If your baby is going through another bout of bad diaper rash, then you need to give Dr. Mom Butt Balm a try. It was created by a mom who's also a doctor. When my kids were little, I remember using this thick, goopy cream to help soothe their sensitive skin. Ugh, it was so difficult to wipe off. Not with Dr. Mom butt balm. You only need a small amount, and it's really easy to apply and remove. It's also free of dyes, preservatives, and zinc oxide so it's gentle on your baby's delicate skin. Help your baby feel better and get relief from irritating diaper rash with Dr. Mom Butt Balm. Look for it on Amazon and Walmart.com. Hi, Boob Group. I'm Sydney from Sonoma,
4: California, and I just listened to your episode about breastfeeding comfortably in public. I've been nervous ever since my baby was born to breastfeeding him in public. I was so afraid that everyone would be looking at me or that I would flash someone and totally embarrass myself. I love the idea of practicing at a breastfeeding support group and plan to go to one of my local hospitals this week. Maybe Maybe next week I'll actually get to nurse my son while out to lunch with my girlfriends. Thanks for your
0: great advice. Bye. Our family has grown.
1: Today on the Boob Group we're discussing how different types of holistic practices can support a mom's breastfeeding health and milk supply, specifically acupuncture and chiropractic. We have two experts today. Jamie Boyd is a licensed acupuncturist and owner of Whole Family Acupuncture. Dr. Gina Caserma is a chiropractor and the owner of World of Wellness Chiropractic. Jamie and Dr. Gina, welcome to the show and thanks for joining us. So to start this off, um, Jamie, can you give us a brief overview
5: of how acupuncture works? Sure. Well, first, acupuncture is one of many modalities used in traditional Chinese medicine. Um, we're 2,000-year-old medicine, so there's lots of different theories and lots of different ways of explaining how acupuncture works, but basically our body is a network of energy, and it's sort of like, if you think of it like a plumbing system or a water work system, where there's dams, there's, you know, um, drains, and what we do is we use the acupuncture needles almost like lightning rods in that we harness the energy around these metal needles to help get rid of obstructions in energy flow or encourage flow of energy to new places so it can do It can resolve any disharmony in the body by using our body's energy and our body's willingness to heal itself. Our body wants to heal itself, so we use the body's willingness to heal itself by giving it, almost plugging in a certain code, so the body goes, oh yeah, I remember how to do this, and we reestablish that energy flow. Um, We also use traditional uh, Chinese herbs as well in our practice, and I use that a lot in conjunction with acupuncture to actually help change the substance of the body, not just the energy of the body.
1: Okay, great. Thank you. Dr. Gina, can you give us a brief overview of how chiropractic works?
6: Sure. Um, Along with what Jamie was sharing that the body is, you know, self-healing and wants to heal, chiropractic, its basis is the nervous system. So we understand that the body is self-healing, self-regulating, and self-organizing. And the system of the body that controls this is actually your central nervous system, your brain and spinal cord. And chiropractic being very vitalistic you know the, the body it does do this itself in the sense of self healing and self regulating if there is obstruction in the nervous system or what we call a subluxation where the bones in the spine can become misaligned or even the bones in the cranium then will affect how the nerve functions and then that nerve energy is not then flowing and the body can't heal and regulate properly
2: Jamie, how have you seen acupuncture support a mother's body and its ability to make milk? Well, there's two
5: ways in my practice that I um, think of acupuncture in traditional Chinese medicine as helping a mom's body. The first step that's necessary in terms of establishing a milk supply for us is looking at the birth itself. Um, Moms have just undergone even if it's the greatest birth in the world, a trauma, and their body is in recovery. And we need to reestablish the body's health and energy in order to help the, the body then make enough milk for the baby. So mom's health is everything. And in traditional Chinese medicine, we have 2000 years of postpartum support to pull from. So a lot of it is logistically difficult at this point in uh, Western you know women's lives. But um, we talk about nutrition as well. And I talk about some postpartum guidelines with my moms. The acupuncture itself can help realign the energetics and help the mom heal from the birth experience, especially if there's been a birth trauma like a cesarean birth or something like that that's inhibiting the flow of the body because of something very real like an incision. Um, I also use traditional Chinese herbs and nutritionals in order to help um, produce more milk in the body and help the moms recover from any kind of blood loss and help boost their blood to make the milk because in Chinese medicine, the milk is seen as an extension of blood. So if the mom's anemic, if the mom has lost a lot
3: of blood, we need to recover that blood as soon as possible in order to allow the milk to flow. And Dr. Gina, I have the same question for you. How how have you seen chiropractic attention support um, a mother's body and the production of milk?
6: So with chiropractic, when I have a patient, we look at it the same way where the mother comes in and we talk about the birth. Just as Jamie was sharing, if there's, you know, a birth can be the most wonderful birth or either way it can be very traumatic and it's the body's now going through a recovery process and it is having to heal so if the mother's having difficulty producing milk we have to look at the mother's overall health and function is there a block in the nervous system so I'm going to be looking for subluxations and oftentimes we can find that they may have been there prior to the birth they may have been a result of the birth or maybe something that's been happening after but also, I need to look at it nutritionally. What's going on? Because there's a lot of things that the mother needs to be doing to help produce the milk. You know, she's got to not only heal herself, but now she's got to feed the baby. So, chiropractic, very similar to acupuncture, we're looking at the body as a whole, not like the West, not like the Western medical model where body's in parts. We're not going to just look like, oh, you can't make milk, then here's the formula. We're made to be able to feed our children, so what's going on, is this person able to, and how can we help support them to the best of our ability and that person's you know, body's function.
1: Dr. Gina, when there's a subluxation, what do you do?
6: So when there's a subluxation in chiropractic, we adjust it, and there's many different ways to do that. It can be um, like when I'm working with an infant, very light touch, just using a fingertip. Um, we could use an instrument. It really depends on the individual that 's in front of me what how their body's best going to respond If I have somebody that you know has had many traumas in the past, it may be a, a lighter touch that they need it's just really as I get to know the patient, we get to see what responds what how they respond best and do
1: you find that when you're treating a patient that um, is has just had a baby are you also working on possibly other traumas that this person has dealt with previous to having this baby and and you're seeing those kind of might be the cause of also why the milk supply is not coming in and why she's not healing after the birth
6: yes and sometimes that's a challenge you know is educating the person on it's not just this present moment that's happening some things that could have led up to this and working from the best that they can and that's why each case is different some people go well how long how many times do I have to get adjusted how long am I going to be here you know I try to give them recommendations based on my best clinical expertise but you know I also tell them we're going to have to take it you know day by day and we're going to be keeping each other informed how things are progressing and what else may be going on in life, what other stresses are affecting them. Jamie,
1: do you see the same thing with
6: acupuncture? Well, actually, what Dr. Kostoma just brought up about stresses in life,
5: which is a major you know, way of inhibiting milk supply, um, because it's opposite of prolactin in the brain. So like Dr. Kostoma just said, now, If we have a mom who's going back to work and her milk supply just tanked, then we are gonna be seeing her a little bit more often. If we're talking about establishing a milk supply right away um, or something like that, um,
3: it could look different. So as a novice, somebody who's completely unfamiliar with any type of previous chiropractic or acupuncture treatments, how can one, how does one identify, how, how do we know that we need this kind of treatment and what can we expect at these visits if the only experience we've had is with, quote-unquote, Western medicine?
5: Well, most women come to me when they're, unfortunately, out of options. Very few come to me first. They usually come to me last. So they've tried the medications. They've tried the nutritional supplements, let's say, in specific, let's say, for increasing milk supply. Um, I'm usually the last on the you know um in a series of other attempts just because the other attempts are more supported by our culture and families you know fam- families wonder why you're going with your baby to your acupuncturist right away um but basically anytime your body feels out of sorts anytime you know that your body is not functioning correctly it's time to check in with dr Kasurara or, or myself
6: yeah same thing and chiropractic often mm-hmm. same thing last resort or you know they ex you know tried everything else and there's still feel like there's another answer um so if you haven't had that experience and oftentimes when you're a new parent your paradigm may be shifting you're wanting to do you're looking at your health and the health of your baby a little differently and now it's like well i don't necessarily want to do any drugs because if i'm going to be breastfeeding i don't want that to go to the baby so what other options are out there sometimes people will be like on the internet or they'll ask friends and you know here in san diego we're so blessed because we have such a great natural birth community and um, support system in that and there's oftentimes people that you can ask i'm having trouble and you know what did you do or what would you do so just being here now and learning about that chiropractic and acupuncture are a great option in that sense, and it should be a first line of defense, not the last. And just sharing that information now that you know, with other people. Absolutely.
5: And the one thing too, uh, about using my modality, the traditional Chinese approach is, first of all, it's a 2000 year old medicine. So it's it's addressed human being issues that human beings have had for 2,000 years. Now, obviously, not every single medical system works every single time. Um, but you can basically, if you're looking for a natural approach, you can always contact a traditional Chinese medical practitioner and ask, you know, will this treatment work? What should I expect? And then, you know, at what point do I use other interventions? And I... I um, I like an integrative medical approach, so I know that if after so many treatments, after so many things, if I've sort of tapped out on what my knowledge is, I can get the blood work and dig a little deeper, and we talk to the doctors. Um, and I think that that's a really uh, important thing when looking for somebody, for anybody who's listening who's looking for a traditional Chinese medical practitioners. I don't believe in absolutism in medicine. I think that uh, there's a time and place for every modality. And if you want to start natural, especially with breastfeeding, chiropractic and acupuncture are a great first step. Um, and then if you have an excellent practitioner, they'll say, hey, you know what? We've done everything I know how to do. Let's contact our lactation consultants and get a referral for a, a breastfeeding friendly OB. Let's, let's talk here about what other things could be going on. That's a good point, Jamie,
6: because it definitely takes a team.
1: Okay, when we come back, we'll discuss ways acupuncture and chiropractic can help increase a mother's milk supply. We'll be right back.
2: How do you assess and or treat differently um, prenatal versus postpartum causes of disease? Is there a different approach when you realize like, okay, some people understand that this that there are causes that aren't present, and they might be, you know, Something underlying or in the past, and is there a different approach to something that's prenatal versus postpartum?
6: Definitely because you see somebody coming in prenatally, we're addressing different issues than postpartum. The core is still the body's self healing and self regulating. What is interfering with the body's ability to do that? Is there a subluxation with the nervous system? Do we need nutrition? Do we need What other experts maybe do we need to get in the boat with us? So there's a similarity because of the base with the body being self healing and self regulating. But then if somebody's coming in postpartum, we're not worried about how the birth is going to progress. You know, when somebody comes with me prenatally, I want to make sure the body's balanced so the body can go into labor and delivery, making sure that the baby's in the best proper position for that. Somebody coming in with postpartum, that's not going to be as much of an issue. We may be balancing things after from the birth if there were traumas, but usually the issues that we're working with are going to be different and being a new mom and new parent.
5: For us, um, one of the beauties of traditional Chinese medicine is we do something called pulse diagnosis and tongue diagnosis. So we listen to the pulses and we look at the tongue. What we're trying to assess is the constitution of the person. So you can imagine each person as a unique tree. And then their illnesses are the branches. Their potential for illnesses are their branches. Um, So most of the time, given a person's constitution, I can assess These are the arenas that might be challenging postpartum. So I actually really love it to see somebody from fertility to postpartum. If somebody um, in Chinese medicine is diagnosed with something called blood deficiency, there might be a tendency for anemia during during pregnancy. Oh, well, if you're anemic during pregnancy, that's the blood. The blood supports the breast milk. Okay, with you, not only are we going to support your blood throughout pregnancy, because that has very real ramifications on the health of baby, blood loss during birth as well, but then it also talks about milk supply postpartum. And so with my moms that I can see something like that going on with from fertility on, it really gives me a much better ability to have all their ducks in a row before baby comes. And we have already talked about, well, you know, um, you have Renaud's disease. What is that going to look like in terms of lactation? You know, things like that. I can really address the full picture of health. And then I can also at sometimes determine or understand more who the baby is, and that can help with baby's digestion and different things as well. If mom's digestion was weak during pregnancy and baby comes out with a constitution that suggests digestion as an issue, oh, we know something. We can, uh, we can use preventative means to ana- never allow that branch to show up. Um, so it's a really awesome tool that way, and I love being able to see moms long before postpartum.
2: This is for both of you as well. Um, what symptoms do you treat most in postpartum women in your practices?
6: that's a tough question for me i'd say most it's wellness actually because women that have been coming to me prior to delivery or even prior to conception so most of postpartum there's women that are on wellness but after that it's breastfeeding difficulties and then um, neck and shoulder and upper back things that may develop from nursing and just being a new mom in general
5: we have a lot of um different things that women come to me for um usually breastfeeding is, is is the major thing that that brings women and only because it's the most timely we want to start a milk supply now or yesterday um so that um but mastitis clogged ducts that sort of thing um definitely if there's any problems with flow I see a lot of women with postpartum depression, um, inability to sleep, insomnia, because of just the nature of breastfeeding and being up every two hours. It's really hard to shut your brain off and go back to bed. Uh, as a lactating mom, I, I know that. Um, And then there's, kind of like Dr. Kaserma said, just balancing and wellness. We all feel a little wonky after we give birth. (laughs) It's a big deal. So sometimes people just come back in just to kind of reset or realign the hormones and make everything kind of even again. um, Acupuncture triggers a parasympathetic nervous system, which causes us to relax in the same way that chiropractic does. So sometimes
3: we just need that good old getting back into gear, getting back into balance. How soon after treatments do you see, um, do these mothers see an increase in their milk? It depends on
5: which modality I'm relying on most heavily and what I think is going on with the woman. Um, If we have something like a significant blood loss or trauma, we need to build back up substance. So a lot of times I'm using nutritionals and herbal medicine. Um, With acupuncture, it can be really immediate. If it's something like energetic or the mom's just too stressed out and and frantic, um, we plug in the right points, we bring everything down a notch. Um, Their milk supply can increase within you know, prolactin phase is about 72 hours. So I usually want to see something change radically in 72 hours. Most of the time when we're talking about substance of the body, um, by the following week I should see, you know, at least a little bit more with either
6: pumping or with, with baby transferring. Same thing, very similar with chiropractic. It's It all it really depends on has something, is this a new... Issue that's just recent, or has it been a long-term trauma where the nervous system has been not functioning for a while? And there may be other underlying issues. Um, as I get into history, maybe this person had you know low energy prior. Maybe there were fertility issues, so maybe they had other um, numbness and tingling in upper extremities that are going to lead me to different nerves and nerves that go to the chest and arms. I mean, I've had you know cases where it'll be. 24 hours, we'll see a supply increase. Sometimes it can be up to three or four days, but usually within a week. Similar to how Jamie was saying, I'm expecting something. If not, then you know something else may be going on, and we need to make sure that there's some other support. And I think a lot of times, I know we have many clients in common, and it's because my feeling is a lot of times we need more than just one modality to help support that. And it just depends on what clients with me, what other modality we might be working with. That's um,
2: really interesting and good to know that some of your clients see both of you to just remind us how much support we can get and how well all the different modalities work together. My question is, um, as you receive treatment, how often should a breastfeeding mother receive treatment? um, And how is that timeline determined?
6: Um, so for me, it's really, it's individual. How the timeline is determined is really like when that patient comes in, I'm doing an exam, consultation, really finding out what the underlying issues are and what else may be going on. So if somebody like, we're trying to get the milk supply going, this is in the beginning, then they are probably going to be coming in a little m- more frequently and that just may be a couple weeks. But then a lot of times they want to continue now they're realizing there's other benefits to chiropractic than just increasing their milk supply so now you know it could be once a week so it's really case by case on what that mom's goals are if she has other goals and just increasing the milk supply for now
5: mine's sort of similar it's it's by the symptoms in case but again there's sort of this discrepancy or this this difference in, in focus between is it something energetic or something substantial so For instance, if I had a mom who hemorrhaged um, and lost a lot of blood and were about three weeks postpartum and where you know, this is it. We really, really need to step up, you know, in order to get a full supply in. I might see them twice a week um, in order to do something called moxibustion, which we believe helps warm the body and helps the body make more blood, and that's something that we can only really do in-house, along with traditional Chinese herbs and uh, acupuncture. I usually see most of my moms once a week. Now, in my office and, and like Dr. customer's office, you're allowed to bring your baby, so we're super baby-friendly. Um, not being able to bring your... There's nothing about not being able to bring your baby, so... Um, Uh, We try to cater to moms to get them into our office. Even if I see them once a week, I'm always in dialogue um, either with them or with their lactation consultant throughout that week and checking in depending on the severity of the insufficiency and what else is going on with mom. In a case of severe postpartum depression or or something like that, I I may even see them every day in my office uh, until we just get
6: really on stable ground. If I could just add one more thing. Sometimes with the new moms, it's finding the balance of – this is really what they need from a clinical picture, but now they've got this newborn, they've got a baby, you know, they're stressed, you know, trying to get in the car and get everywhere, you know, and it's really, it's a dance sometimes in finding what's best for that individual. So to try and kind of give you like a canned, this is exactly what it's going to be is really challenging. And what other support system that family has around them to help them. And
3: how can a woman find in her area an acupuncturist or a chiropractic that specializes in um, to support lactation and postpartum
6: health? With chiropractic, there's an organization called the International Chiropractic Pediatric Association. Their website's www.icpa4kids.org, and you can go on there and you can then look in your area for a chiropractor that has taken continuing education courses in the pediatrics and prenatal but then also I always tell people to call the doctor's office like if I'm trying to find somebody from somebody that's not in my area or out of state call that doctor's office ask the staff you're going to be able to tell by the staff how friendly and how many patients does this person see how many pregnant moms how often you know you can kind of gauge and maybe ask to speak with the doctor on the phone is the doctor willing to call we do that all the time but the website's the best place to start if you don't have a direct referral from somebody close to you.
5: There are a lot of acupuncturists that specialize in women's health at this point um, in most major cities in America. Um, so I would start with them. You could, there's uh, several different uh, websites you can look at for acupuncturists. But in terms of supporting postpartum and lactation, actually we have very little class time about that in our um, practice at this point in America. And most of the time, the people who specialize in women's health don't necessarily do postpartum or lactation because they um, are thinking more of fertility, because that's a really popular um, thing for people to see a- acupuncturists for. So in the same way that Dr. Coserma said, I would start with women's health, contact the office, ask questions about breastfeeding and postpartum health. You can tell if, if, you know, they have no idea and assess whether or not they're comfortable. And then absolutely, if you can reach the The practitioner on the phone and they are willing to communicate with you. Everything with postpartum wellness has to do with support and you need to have a supportive practitioner first and foremost. So you need to be able to make that connection. Um, They're going to be the ones who can help you the best. Well, thank you
1: so much, Jamie and Dr. Gina, for offering your insight into how acupuncture and chiropractic can support lactation. Before we wrap things up, here's Amber McCann talking about the best online breastfeeding resources.
4: Hello, Boob Group listeners. I'm Amber McCann, an international board-certified lactation consultant and owner of Nourish Breastfeeding Support just outside of Washington, D.C. I'm here to answer some of your most common questions when it comes to finding quality breastfeeding resources online, such as, are there other breastfeeding moms on Twitter? I got started on Twitter about a year and a half ago and, honestly, didn't expect, with its 140 character limit, that much breastfeeding support could happen there. I can't tell you how wrong I was. Today, we're highlighting one of my favorite ways to connect with both breastfeeding professionals and other breastfeeding mothers on Twitter, the Twitter chat. If you were on Twitter, you might have noticed other people using what we used to call the pound sign or the number sign before our word. This is what we now call a hashtag. By searching for and adding a designated hashtag to your tweets within a designated hour, those on Twitter can, quote, have a conversation in real time. My favorite breastfeeding hashtag is BF Cafe. Think breastfeeding and having a little coffee. BF Cafe. My favorite way to follow these conversations is to use www.tweetchat.com. That's www. Tweetchat.com. This website searches Twitter and displays the relevant posts and automatically adds your hashtag to the end, which is my favorite feature considering I can barely remember where I left my keys, let alone to add a hashtag each time. There are several great birth and breastfeeding related chats that happen on Twitter weekly, so jump in. The party's where the hashtag's at. Again, check out www.tweetchat.com along with your favorite breastfeeding hashtag. Thank you for listening. I'm Amber McCann, and I'd love for you to check out my website at www.nourishbreastfeeding.com for information on my business and a little bit more about where to get connected with great online breastfeeding support. Or join me on my Facebook page. It's www.facebook.com backslash support. And if you have a great online breastfeeding resource you'd like us to know about, please send an email to me at amber at nourishbreastfeeding.com or share it on The Boob Group Facebook page. Be sure to listen to The Boob Group each week for more fantastic conversations about breastfeeding and how to find great breastfeeding support.
1: That wraps up our first episode of The Boob Group. Thank you to all of our listeners. I hope you'll visit our website, theboobgroup.com, and our Facebook page to offer your story describing your experience with acupuncture and chiropractic. If you have any questions about today's show or the topics we discussed, call our Boob Group Hotline at 619 866 4775 and we'll answer your question on an upcoming episode. Thanks for listening to the Boob Group because mothers know breast. This has been a New Mommy Media production. The information and material contained in this episode are presented for educational purposes only. Statements and opinions expressed in this episode.
0: See you there.